0: There he is. Finally! What's up, man? <laughs> man, I've been trying to
1: <laughs> click enter and boom, it ain't. It didn't go. But here yeah. we are.
0: It's all right. Technical difficulties, but we in the red zone. We are definitely back in the red zone today. Yes, sir. Uh, we got a jam-packed show, and it looks like I'm getting some... Uh, notices here. Okay. Let me see. Cause uh we in the red zone. This is Red the Guru. I got my co-host with me, Creeper, in the building. What's and good, what's good? We had such a we got such a jam-packed show. Um I, it's so much I want to get to, but um we had such great feedback from our audience last week that uh our nemesis, my nemesis wants to uh they they, they 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 love the the camaraderie that me and my nemesis had last last week. So they kind of want to get another part two of this. So let me see if I can <laughs> get this guy in here today um, without no no problems because uh, last last time we did have an issue But um, uh, how are you feeling today, creep? It's what August twenty fourth.
1: Yes, sir, man. Almost there. We're almost <laughs> officially official. I'm just ready. I'm ready to draft. I'm ready to get this thing kicked off. Let's go.
0: Yes, sir. We got a. We got a. We got a lot going on this week. It's been um uh, It's been up and down. It has been up and down, especially in, in, in the NFL. Um, we've had some. Uh, another week of preseason, and uh, I hope you watched a little bit of it because I was definitely on on my couch, engulfed in so much of it, like the the madness, and it looks like my nemesis has finally joined here. Welcome, Dak Lodge Matter. Arch nemesis. (laughs) Arch nemesis. (laughs) Welcome, welcome. What's up, what's up, creep? What's up, what's up, Red? Welcome to the zone. We in the zone. The Red Zone. All right, man. Welcome boy. We we hitting week three preseason? It's right around the corner, huh? Yeah, we was just talking about we we was uh, watch how how we was going over some of these uh, matchups
2: from from last week. Uh, I'm sure you enjoyed a little bit of it as well. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, again, as far as Cowboys concerned, it's just a dress rehearsal, you know. Hmm. Uh, let's not talk about the Cowboys. They are winless in the preseason right now. But, uh, I think I think the highlight of that of the preseason week so far, I probably have to say is uh, Jacksonville Saints.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: That was a highlight for you. Well, it it was a good Monday night game. I get that. It went down to the wire.
2: I think it felt like it just, you know, it felt like a lot of questions are soon to be answered, and I think that that match and you know the showcase to both teams kind of. You know, it really spoke volumes, I think. You know, with Taysom Hill, I personally felt he was more of an experiment and he was a little overpaid. Yeah, Taysom,
0: Taysom Hill
2: is more of a, a, a gadget player. He's not your product,
0: your your, pro, your your prototypical quarterback in my eyes. He's more of a like, get him in here for a special assignment. He's not somebody that I want leading me uh, to no Super Bowl. I like Jameis myself. Um, J- Jameis is a Heisman Trophy winner. Jameis is one championship, collegiate level. Like, I, I feel Jameis is a leader. And people like Jameis. Like, he's he's up, he's, he's got vibrant, he got swag. He's just so goofy, but he also has a good side. I think him being connected to Sean Payton is actually gonna bring um, another dimension out of him because um, we saw last year with Drew Brees. Drew Brees couldn't throw the ball That far down the field, and we saw last night, Jameis was launching that mother. Yeah, and that was going to be a point that
1: I mentioned, of course, is the the other dynamic that Jameis brings to the Saints is throwing the deep ball. I mean, I used to call Drew Brees last year noodle arm, you know, and that's where reading him, (laughs) him and his quick slants and his ten yard outs. Mm It's only so many of those you can do. I mean, you know, Mm -hmm. when you're on your two minute drill stuff like that to get get your team downfield he, he couldn't do it and Jameis Winston under Sean Payton is going to excel I like him
0: okay so with that being said we know Michael Thomas is not there right now who knows how long he's going to be out but does that change the dynamic now of where Michael Thomas is like is he still going to be one of the top wide receivers in the game or now that Jameis is there is it going to happen to affect him in any way, whether it be his targets, his downfield dynamic? Because he he's not really a deep, deep wide receiver. I don't think he's more of a route running, um, uh, in between the numbers type guy. He gets he's he's more off of volume per se, not not much off of yardage. Does Absolutely. that affect him now being connected to Jameis Winston, who is a who we know loves to throw the deep ball?
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, I think it does change his draft stock. I mean, over the past years, he has been like what, top two rounds of being picked as the top wide receiver. I mean, last yeah. year, people who had him uh, struggled, of course, because he he didn't play. Um, but I think, of course, with Jameis Winston, I think he has a downfield deep threat in Callaway. I mean, he showed mm-hmm. that last he showed that last night. So, yeah, I Marcus Callaway.
0: Don't that only adds
1: Praquen
0: value. Traquan Smith. Smith is there too. He's yeah,
1: and back. we know what Traquan Smith brought to the table. Of course, it adds value, and I think um, with with Callaway being there, but Michael Thomas getting back, it's going to definitely take away his stock as far as his production through the through the fantasy season.
0: Wow, I think we're already getting our, uh, ahead of ourselves here. We this this show we're we're, we're really talking about the quarterback battles here. They are heating up. Obviously. And um they're gonna have to make some decisions coming down the wire here. This is what the last week of preseason coming up. And One then after wanna, that we'll
2: I wanna add to Jameis too that nobody's really talking about. This brother got LASIK surgery now. He could see <laughs> <laughs> So he won't be throwing us 30 picks, huh? You know what? He looked he just looked great out there. He looked like he, he looked. He, he looked. Yeah, he looked confident. I, I can. I can just easily say he looked great out there, but he looked like he is back in a comfort zone that he hasn't been in a while. Absolutely. Like, I want to. I want to compare him
1: to a quarterback who threw a lot of picks in their in the beginning of their career and then turned it around. And uh, he goes by the name of Hall of Famer Peyton Manning. Ooh. You know. So <laughs> I think, of course, with Jameis well, having just, John Peyton. <laughs>
0: That With is him so having awesome. Sean Payton. It's going to work out. Jameis Winston to Payton Manning. Wow. Where is no. the
2: bullhorn? I need the.
1: Yeah, that's going to turn it. That definitely. But I think he's going to definitely be successful under Sean Payton and not throw as many picks for sure this year.
2: For sure, mm. I think he's in a better system. You know, Jameis took a backseat. He left the Bucks. He's in an organization where, you know, you could be a, a really great understudy and learn and develop. And, you know, he's correcting a lot of issues even from, they, I mean, people didn't really speak on how bad Jameis' vision was. And I think that's what forced him to, you know, get that laser surgery and nip that in the butt. So I, I think there's going to be, I think he's got a huge underdog on the on the uh, fantasy QB uh, uh, you know, radar. Yeah, yeah, I like that. That's
0: a a nice little uh, tidbit there because he is one of my sleeper picks later in the draft. But um, let's get to some of the fantasy news before we get into the depth of our quarterback battles. We did give them a little tidbit of what we were trying to get into here because we do got a lot of teams that are having a few quarterback battles that I want to get to. But uh, we have some fantasy news and uh, this is pretty big here, guys. Um, Travis Etienne. Now, he was a number one pick for the Jags, a first-round pick for the Jags, uh, behind Trevor Lawrence, who was the number one pick in the draft. They both came from the same college, and he was highly touted, supposed to be uh, in a running back committee with James Robinson. We know how good J-Rob was for us last year. And now, this looks like Travis Etienne is going to IR today. Uh, He had a, what was it, an ankle or a... Yeah,
1: he had an ankle injury, um, <laughs> what they call it, less Frank injury there, yeah, uh, which required the surgery.
0: Yeah, yeah that required um,
1: And yeah, they're gonna put him on IR, so it looks like he's gonna be out for the season. So Ooh. you know that makes J. Rob stock go up for sure.
0: Wow. So, <laughs> so yeah, that's 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 really sad. That's. <laughs> but uh, where where are we drafting James
2: on it? <laughs> where are we drafting? You know, uh, I, I wouldn't look at you wrong if you get him in the late first round because he's getting... He's, he's going to be getting a lot of bold A lot of carries. Mm, late first,
0: huh?
2: Fourth round? Oh. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm not, I said that. I'm not judging. That's not a move I would make, but I'm just saying, like I said before, uh, I wouldn't judge. I would see where your logic would be if you if you made that move.
0: Yeah, I can see a, in a him going. Man,
2: yeah.
0: Fourth round... Possibly First, second round, that's a bit of a reach to me. Um, like, this is a guy, when Travis Etienne was on the board, wasn't going until, like, the ninth, tenth round sometimes. Sometimes James Robertson going undrafted in some mock draft that I did. But uh, now, obviously, not just him, but now
2: Carlos Hyde is is on the radar as well? Yeah, Carlos Hyde oh. is back in Jacksonville. Carlos Hyde always delivers. You know, he's kind of like that... Uh, He's kind of like that uh, Voyager in the NFL. He's he's on yep. call if you need a running back.
1: Voyager who who puts in work. I mean, he yeah. kind of reminds me of a, a Kalen Bilodeau, just getting in there and putting in some work. Um, <laughs> but um, when his number's called, he does get out there and ball. Uh, but I see I see a Robinson going in the fourth or fifth. I mean, you know, I don't think first round. I think like you said, it is a reach. But I mean it's kind of a hit or miss there you could get production from him and, and he could be a big time player yeah, we but I still, I still look at the Jaguars team. offense man and, and it's it's still pretty scary to me
0: this is, this is a new coaching staff he's dealing with yeah it's just I don't know like I don't I don't know if i want to take him that early this is still the Jacksonville Jaguar um I don't see them making the playoffs like that um so Did we ever? Like, <laughs> Yeah, <laughs>
1: do we ever I, I
0: like I like my running backs connected to winning teams. The game script is always better for those. But uh, we know James Robinson can't kept out of the backfield as well. But uh, I think it's still going to be a running back by committee with Urban Meyer. He's going to use all of his running backs. They do got a dude over there, uh, a Zebo that gets some burn too. He looked pretty good last night as well on the on the field against the Saints. But um. Yeah, it's really sad that uh, we lost Travis Etienne. I was really looking forward to uh, watching this guy play, but uh, the show must go on.
1: Speaking of ankles, man, we have a couple more running backs with ankle injuries. Let's, uh, let's tap Who's in me? on CEH of uh, the, the Chiefs. No, and also uh, Darrell yeah. Henderson oh. over in L.A.
0: Well, see, Darrell Henderson has more so of a sprained thumb. Is that what they were saying? So... <laughs> it's a diagnosed with a mild thumb. So it's not really an ankle.
1: Okay. So it's it's the thumb. Definitely. All right.
0: But, um, they're saying it's mild. They're saying they're just going to give him some time off. Uh, Sean McVay is saying he doesn't expect him to miss any time. He'll be ready for that Sunday night game versus the Bears. Uh, So, yeah, we won't be expecting any him, him to miss any time, but it is something to look forward to because, uh, Darrell Henderson has been nicked up huge uh, in these past few years, so it's always something that you want to make, take into account dealing with him, because uh, we know Cam Akers isn't there, and um, losing him would be would, would be even that much huge. Absolutely. Uh, Clyde Edwards-Hilerto, you're right, he did have an ankle injury, but it looks like he did participate in the walkthroughs today, on, well, yesterday on Monday. So it might not be as bad as we as we but I think it's precaution. They're just really gonna yeah, I think it's precautionary. Them. They're not they're not really gonna make him do any heavy heavy lifting right now. So Ceh yeah, might still be good to go for week one. Um, it looks like CD Lamb was in COVID protocol. Here we go again
1: here we go (laughs) (sighs) D.D. Lamb um, that's one uh, of course
2: someone who's supposed to stand out Dan Quinn uh, a lot of people in Cowboys got hit with the COVID bug over the week Mm. and this
1: goes back to what we were talking about earlier uh, in our podcast season is how will COVID affect teams Uh, I mean you know I did say I don't think so much I mean this is going to be more so now the league pushing teams to get fully vaccinated so how is that going to play out for, for players of course who are against it what are they going to do
0: yeah just because you're vaccinated does not mean you cannot catch COVID but I guess it will uh, lessen the the, the, the the sickness per se I guess how, how badly it affects you but uh, yeah I don't know what they're going to do to give like COVID is, it's around it's not going anywhere Um This is is a tough one. I'm I'm really, my mind is actually kind of tired of hearing about COVID myself.
1: (laughs) Yeah, and Cam, Cam Newton was hit with the COVID bug as well. I mean,
0: yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, something.
0: He uh, he he, uh, uh,
1: he,
2: he got some. I'm still trying to get more detail on Cam's situation. I think from what we're getting, there was some miscommunication on how he misinterpreted uh, the protocol testing outside the facility basically whatever whatever the miscommunication Cam Newton dealt with during this COVID situation uh, the coaching staff of the Patriots are not happy there's, there's, there's been you know people coming out of camp saying they're getting a little frustrated with Cam and this is mm. starting to open up the QB competition for Mac Jones. Yeah, yeah, Which, I really like know, Mac Jones.
1: It's, it's kind of like you just don't want to give your employer a reason to fire you. <laughs> and mm-hmm. this is something they're doing. I mean, because it, it just seems like Mac Jones is the favorite to win it. Like as you we were saying last week, it's more so him to win it convincingly because uh, it is his job. They did take him uh, pretty high. Uh, but yeah, Cam is only on a one-year deal, so he is expendable.
2: It's, it was heartbreaking to hear this too, because Cam had a good night in Philly. He, he did. He, he he had a good game. He was look, giving some some splashes of you know vintage Cam, but you know you, you take you know you take one step forward and you take two steps back. So, Absolutely, and
1: um, that blowout win. But yeah.
2: Speaking about the Patriots, it looks
0: like John Smith returned to practice for the Patriots on Monday as well. So that'll be good for whether it be Cam Newton or Mac Jones because we know he can be a nice little target for the quarterback over there Jonathan Smith returned to practice looks like he's working back out. but then I mean, of course you just want to think- win
1: it convincingly Mac Jones this dude threw for 146 yards off of 19 attempts 13 completions <laughs> Cam Newton 8 for 9 just for 103 yards that's not too convincing for me so I, I'm just saying Mac Jones looks like the, the play there
2: I like Mac. And, and Kill Harry, he had a he uh, he dealt with a shoulder injury that night as well, so he's looking at to be out 4 weeks. So Patriots uh, just lost a wide receiver, but again, he, and Kill Harry looked like he was going through a limbo. He wanted yeah, he, he requested a trade. Uh you know, that didn't work out, so he's still holding in Patriots and then yeah, man. never it's never fun expressing a trade <laughs> and then get injured.
1: Yeah, definitely. That's going to put you on the bench. I mean, especially when you got a Jacoby Myers who Ooh. came on the board last year late in the season, balling and, you know, the, making that transition from a quarterback to a wide receiver, kind of like a Julian Edelman kind of dude. Uh, but <clears throat> he's a burner downfield. So, and he is productive for the preseason right now. So, uh, yeah. And
2: born. They got that. And they got a Kendrick Bourne, right, from uh 49ers. Yep. He's a hot he's a hot pickup, I, I think.
0: I believe Nelson Aguilar is the one that got paid though They're really trying to get him. Yeah, Nelson
1: Aguilar. I haven't really seen much of him uh
2: preseason. No, no, he he yeah, they they have been keeping him quiet. Like he, yeah. he was <laughs> they could keep Nelson quiet. He's good for that. He'll pop up. Yeah.
0: Uh um, did y'all see um the tight end for the Saints go down yesterday? It looks like Adam Troutman was uh carted off the field yesterday with a foot injury mm.
2: you know that tight end going down that may uh, solve Saints uh, QB competition just throw Taysom Hill back in his tight end and there you go <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely
0: <laughs> uh, oh that'll be hard <laughs>
2: hey, hey everybody pl- everybody plays right right
0: yeah that okay part. um we got another big injury um we and, and this it, this is becoming a headache for me because uh, the Lions' head coach Dan Campbell says that uh, he doesn't know if DeAndre Swift m- may be ready or may not be ready for Week One. Well, we know DeAndre Swift is a is a is a heck of a talent, but um, he's dealing with something here, and um, it's it's looking like the coach is really not giving us a lot here to deal with. His optimism is um, meh so uh how do you feel about this is DeAndre smith swift stock going to start plummeting now going into the weeks where the people got to start drafting we're, we're, we're starting to draft next week and the weeks after because uh, the season will be here before we know it
1: absolutely i mean you know of course the injuries injury bug is always something i mean you know he's he's been one in my drafts that i've seen being taken in the fourth round um Right, I think his right. stock drops. I mean, like I was telling you in in previous episodes, he's not one that I, I really like. I mean, but um, with Jared Goff there, I mean, he did rely heavily on Gurley in in his LA days. So, I mean, you know, to open up that play action pass, but mm. he, he he would be utilized. But of course, I think of course him being injured, his stock is going to drop for sure. <laughs> you know.
0: uh, well, um, get 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 through some Jamal Jamal Williams.
2: I mean, to me, I, I, you know, the Lions—they were looking appealing during the off season, but as weeks get closer, we're getting closer to the season. I'm scared to death. I, I wouldn't even touch DeAndre Swift. You got T.J. Hawkinson, who's you know getting injured all of a sudden. It's just—it's just not looking attractive as they were a few weeks ago I mean again like I always say the Lions aren't even a running team to begin with so like I think we were talking about this a few weeks ago I don't even know like when they had a thousand yard running back
0: yeah Uh. a thousand yard running back and like they got rid of Galladay Marvin Jones is gone like we don't know who they're really who is the number one wide receiver over there
2: well they have
1: Terrell Williams Terrell Williams is slated to be that
0: Terrell Williams okay
1: and then they have Rashad Perryman and then an Amara St. Brown. I mean, it's a lot of no-names, really. Terrell right. Williams is one. There isn't
2: no clear-cut who's yeah. the main guy. Of yeah. it, it's still a guessing game. And I don't <laughs> like You don't want to play guessing games in, in a in a fantasy league, you know. Because uh, Terrell Williams, he, he took a pretty much a, a, a low-key year off just to heal up from injuries and what he was third on the death chart when he was in san diego right somewhere. so he's never been the man he's never been the lead you know the lead man so
0: well it's, it's been a like, while since he was with the chargers he went to the raiders raiders yeah So yeah he still moved around a little bit but, uh, I, yeah you're right i'm I, i'm kind of staying away from the lines, the lines of, in general yeah yeah dang yeah. um on better news, it looks like uh one of my one of my guys got paid today. Robbie Anderson got a nice little two-year deal for like $29 million. Mm-hmm. 29, guaranteed. Like, $20 million guaranteed. That's good for him. I, yeah. I like it. Him still connected to Sam Darnold now in uh Carolina. I
2: think that's gonna give him some uh some mojo. <laughs> I like that. I do yeah. like Robbie. I- I'm ready to see DJ Moore and Robbie Anderson put up some some respectable numbers.
0: Yeah, him and in uh, a healthy CMC back. That's that's what I'm looking for. Definitely looking for. Um, yeah. Do y'all have any more other news that y'all wanted to talk about today? Before we get into the topics, anybody else that uh?
1: No, I think we we covered pretty much all injuries and stuff on there. We can get yeah, right big, into it. Uh,
2: I don't think nobody cares about AJ McCarron. No, no offense. No offense. How's he right now? Um, Broncos tight end. I know he's dealing with an injury. Here he is. Yeah, that's your team. No,
0: I haven't heard. I haven't heard about Noah offense. I, I thought he was pretty healthy.
2: Mm, no, no, no. Um, he's having leg issues. According to Big sponge thank you. He he was out portion of practice today dealing with some leg issues. So oh, that uh, must be very new. That is very new. I will probably say that is about three hours.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, what is this? I believe it was two hours ago for sure.
2: Wow.
0: Yeah. That's 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 big. Yeah. I didn't this is up- like...
1: Live breaking news <laughs> for uh, sure.
0: Yeah, this is yes, this is live breaking because uh yeah I I so didn't I, I, says I didn't. head
1: coach Fangio said Fat had a leg issue, so we don't know what issue with the leg, but
0: yeah, we're well, um, we'll, we'll, dealing we'll
1: with an ankle space, injury. Uh, he suffered on, before yeah. Saturday's game. Sorry. Yeah,
0: we'll, we'll when we get some more information on that, we'll we'll, we'll update them as 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 planned. Uh, yeah, let's. Damn, that's crazy. Okay, no, no offense.
1: Let's get yeah. into these battles, man. That, that's yeah. the hot right now. Let's get into these battles.
0: Yeah, so, uh, yeah, let's go. Let's go. Let's, hot, I mean, y'all, got, y'all got my blood going. Talk about my team now. So, <laughs> yeah. uh,
2: well, let's go back to your team because aren't they in the middle of a battle? Yeah,
0: so we are in – this is the quarterback battle episode, and yes, you're right. The quarterback battle is going across the league. We have Denver. We have Chicago. San Francisco, like we already talked about New Orleans and New England. So, uh, who do we want to talk about first? What team is... I guess y'all want to talk about Denver
2: first. Yeah, let's stay so, on topic. Yeah, let's yeah, stay on topic.
0: Yeah. We yeah, want to you know, go into Denver. Like, we already know Denver is in a in a nice little quarterback battle, and as Fangio has said, it's even Steven right now still, with uh, Drew Locke and Teddy Bridgewater going head-to-head. And I have not seen one or the other kind of, like, pull ahead so far. Teddy Bridgewater has been a little bit more efficient with the ball, but they both are looking decent. Um, they both haven't turned over the ball. They're taking care of the ball. Um, I just see Drew Locke maybe having a bit more risk as far as chunking it down the field. Teddy Bridgewater being more um, game manager, making sure that he, he, he gets everybody involved underneath but he's not really your deep guy. But uh, I like them both. But I think we should start Drew Locke. And if Drew Locke tails off, then we can have a substantial uh, uh, quarterback like Teddy Bridgewater come in and take the ring. I don't think we should, like, let Teddy go first and then bring in through. What do you guys think?
1: Hmm. I think, um, of course, it's Drew Locke's job to lose. I mean, you know, he did play pretty well last season toward the end um you don't bring in Teddy Bridgewater just to really sit down I think it was really something to push drew lock to the next level um they both had nine completions um Teddy Bridgewater off of not 11 attempts drew lock off of 14 attempts but Teddy Bridgewater more yards 105 to his 80 uh an average of 11 yards going downfield and a touchdown to drew Locke's okay. no touchdown so I mean I think Teddy, has been playing well. Uh, this last game in the blowout versus the Saints, he excelled, he did his thing. Um, last week, Drew Luck had the upper hand with his deep passing, which what you were saying uh, to KJ Hamler. You mean versus, Hamler.
0: The, versus the Seahawks? Seahawks.
1: Yeah, versus the Seahawks this past week. But then Drew Luck last week, uh, whoever they played, I don't know who they the played, Vikings. but the Vikings lit it up against the Vikings while he was throwing deep balls down the field to KJ Hamler. I mean... I think you said oh. like you said it best. Teddy Bridgewater is gonna be the gang manager. You're gonna get more of the uh the gun slinging with Drew Locke. So it's like pick your poison, which one do you want?
2: I think I'm gonna speak from the heart on this one. Uh wouldn't it just be great if Teddy Bridgewater just had a home where he could <laughs> call his own? <laughs> yeah, man. You know, I, I feel like I feel like Teddy Bridgewater. His whole life, he just gotta fight. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I've been fighting my whole life, but and it would just be like, can we just was- send him to the Texans? <laughs> where, where did he start
0: at? Where did Teddy Bridgewater start at?
2: Minnesota.
0: Minnesota. Right. And when he got hurt in Minnesota, that's when his journeyman started because he had a home. He got hurt. Uh,
2: and but that's all know, it
1: takes
0: is one play. Right. Right. Once once he got hurt, like who who came in for him was it Kirk Cousins or somebody?
2: And, and I'm not pointing fingers. I'm not pointing fingers. I'm just saying wouldn't it be great if he had a home where he could call his own like send him to the Texas or something. I just hate where he just goes to these places and he 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 meets a quarterback, there's a quarterback that is I wouldn't say it's good, but on the same caliber to where it's a tight race and it really can go either or. And you know what I mean? From what what Teddy Bridge brought has gone through, you know, there's a lot of quarterbacks out there that they didn't have to fight it. They they like, you know what I mean? It's 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 tough to say this, man. As a Cowboy
1: fan. It's tough. I would have said send this guy to Washington. You got a something. you got a Fitzpatrick who who's been up and down in his career and been a journeyman as well. Why don't you let oh. the journeyman battle it out right there?
2: <laughs> well, yeah, something. You know. I just I, I, like I said, maybe I'm speaking to the from the heart. I, I didn't want to rant on it, but man, it's like trust me. I think Drew Locke is a great quarterback. He could be the I I, I would I definitely see him as a starting quarterback for Denver. I just wish that you know there was a team, there was a home. For teddy teddy. Brady's You know, send him to Houston, you know? Dak oh, lives. Know. Dak it lives has his dead. heart
0: in this one. Yeah, sure. you got yeah, to fight for Teddy, man. I don't know what it is with you and the little teddy bear. But uh, but the
2: thing okay. is, I'm, I'm saying this, like, with Teddy, even with the Panthers last year, it's like, even when he, you know, doesn't have the best year or something, he's always been on that thin ice where he doesn't have that, I got a ball out this year or I'm out of here. There's no... You know, period where you know you could get you could get away with one year, and then we'll throw in some competition for you. For for Bridgewater, it's always hey, one and done.
1: Let's go to the next one. The, the, another quarterback on thin ice, Red. Would you agree? Wouldn't we say Jimmy Garoppolo is on thin? <laughs>
2: ice? <laughs> He's on privileged thin ice. <laughs> very thin.
0: Very thin ice. Because <laughs> because Trey Lance is on his butt right now. Oh my god. I'm sure this guy has gotta be terrified because Trey Lance is a quarterback basically took off a year in college and came out this year and looks like he hasn't lost a step at all. And we remember last time Kyle Shanahan had a quarterback of this caliber, RG three, in Washington. Um, what he did with that guy and um, I just really see glimpses of that kind of season going down and I see Kyle Shanahan be like it's hard for me to pass this up man I remember what I did with RG3 and uh, I think I can get that out of Trey Lance right now um, Jimmy Garoppolo hasn't looked the best I'm sorry.
1: Like I, You know, he, he hasn't looked the best at all as all quarterbacks in the preseason, for sure. I'm not –
0: I can respect the man. He did he – was, he was a quarterback that did lead this team to the Super Bowl, right? Yep. Granted, but ever since that injury happened to him, it just seems like his confidence is gone. Uh, people
1: are, are going to hate me for this, man. I've always said Jimmy G is the best handoff quarterback in the world, yeah. for sure. Yeah. I mean, playing behind a great defense who, who keeps them – moving and giving them ball back and, and, a, and a great, great line yeah. he a got great, a great running team, back by committee
0: Wilson, yeah. Ra- Frank,
1: know,
0: more but the most Raheem like they got Frank, Frank sermon over there they got some great running backs over there so like um, I said
2: he's he's on priv- he he's been on privilege then I I mean he he came out of a great system in New England literally got handed into a another pretty up and coming system in San Francisco. You know, like Creep said, just handing the ball off. You know, nothing really explosive about Garoppolo from day one. Got a crazy contract deal out of it.
0: So he's Um, a very uh, high-maintenance game manager. Because he's getting paid paid very well to to game manage.
1: And I I think that's why he's privileged to have the job. It's like, we spent this money on you. You need to show us what you're worth. We need to give you this opportunity year in, year in and year out. Whether do you you're think
0: that's part into them actually wanting to start him because they do kind of want to get their money's worth? Or yeah, but I mean, you know, when you,
1: when you look at these numbers trading. with these opportunities, man, this past week versus the Chargers, I mean, he had, what, three for six, three attempts, three, I mean, six attempts, three completions for 15 yards, five Let's yards. Not- an attempt.
0: <laughs> let's let's not go into the depth of the practice cuz remember they did practices together this weekend. He was picked off multiple times uh trying to get the ball off, ball, ball into uh, uh George Kittle. Derwin James took one of those picks back for a pick six in practice. Jimmy Garoppolo is not on he's not on on target like at all. Like I'm sorry, like the guy he's watched.
2: I'm gonna say this and listen, take it as they want. But Garoppolo reminds me of Josh Rosen. Um, and they and, and they let go I'll, of him, right? Yeah, I'll, I'll say this for this particular reason: <laughs> he's one of these quarterbacks <laughs> that gets handed the keys to the Mercedes. It hasn't even proved himself, and <clears throat> and then you know, and then under under that season or whatever, how long you played, people. Driver until that hungry QB fresh out of college steps in. Mm -hmm. And I thought you said until
1: he has to parallel park it or something, you know. Oh, yeah. He he can't park this car. (laughs) Yeah.
2: yeah, you You could, anybody could step on the gas on an open freeway, you know what I mean? But, you know, do some maneuvering or some parallel parking, you know, then you get exposed. And I think that's what happened when Josh Rosen, he was just good enough to be you know just to go through that season during that time period but then when you got somebody like Kyler Murray coming in and then oh no we knew Josh Rosen wasn't he's not on that level and you know Gar they just were putting up with him he's he's handing the ball off he's he's doing everything right he's not doing too many turnovers he's a safe <laughs> driver <laughs> you know what I mean he's a there safe we go. driver <laughs> And uh, a safe and then uh, now you got <laughs> like, just like, like you person. Yeah, he
1: needs to be another State Farm commercial guy there. He's yeah.
2: huh? yeah, a safe driver. He got his hands on ten and two at all times. You know, buckled up. You know, music low, and you know he. That's why they keep him because he's a safe driver. He's not. Checking the ball. I think. Here, I think. Be here. I think. I think they're going to start.
0: I think they're going to start Garoppolo. I don't. I don't. I don't feel that they should. But I really do believe they're going to give him a chance. And I think it's going to come from the crowd. The crowd is going to, at some point in time, that crowd in San Francisco is going to start chanting Trey Lance, and they're yeah. going to put the pressure. They're going to put the pressure on them to put that boy in because. It's only a matter of time. Garoppolo is not it. He's, the writing's on the wall.
1: I highly agree. And um, speaking of fans chanting other quarterbacks' names, we can go down to Chicago where there's another heated battle where the fans were pretty much booing Andy Dog for <laughs> Justin Fields. And, and, and this is I the Andy Dogg. they were Dog. doing it, but
2: and, that was and wrong. And this is
1: Andy Dog. This is him saying, We are excited about Justin Fields, but
2: Andy Dalton has already
0: put his foot in his mouth saying it's my time. It's my time. I mean, it's been your time, dog. What are you talking about? You had your time in in Cincinnati. Like (laughs) you know what's
2: bad too? Andy Dalton did pretty good that night too. But nothing can save him, man. Nothing can save him. They won't like Yeah. Nothing. He could literally do four touchdowns that night. They wouldn't give a damn. Chicago is fed up. The, yeah, you know yeah, they—they're fed up. They're ready. They're God. They finally—they feel—they
0: finally got their guy. But I get it. They want to ease him in. They don't want to just feed Justin Fields to the to the Lions here because he's playing one of the top defenses that first week. I don't think they should really let that rookie go out there like that. Let let Andy Dalton go deal with it. So. I I yeah, I, more, I see it. Let oh. Andy Dalton go out there and get hurt, get his head knocked over, concussion protocol, whatever. But let it happen organically. Like Andy Dalton's going to go out there and Andy Dalton his way out of the job anyway. So you might as well just let him do what he's going to do. Chicago Bears are not winning any Super Bowls, so it's not a rush to get Justin Fields in the game. I'm mm-hmm. I'm calling it right now though. Give me four to six weeks and I'll see Justin Fields start. Four nice. to six. weeks. Three.
2: I'll be I'm going
0: three Wow <laughs> Dang Andy Dalton Andy Dalton Is that bad?
2: Well yeah, My thing Like I said before Like Last game When Andy Dalton Played He threw up a touchdown He threw up some DCRs three, You know DC completions But like you said They were still chanting You know Bring out Justin Fields Like I said It doesn't matter What Andy Dalton Does at this point He could have a perfect game But You know The people have spoken um, mm. and I mean it's really like protocol at this point you're going to get a veteran QB behind a rookie like Justin Fields so you know soften up the play ease them into it uh, you know this is just talking this is just from the fans you know the the fans are always going to want to bring out you know the hot new rookie you know it's just a matter of when
1: I, I want to be like the fans I mean I see Justin but
2: Fields like that uh, the didn't didn't Dalton
0: throw an interception in that game, too? Yeah. Uh, I believe so, yeah. 11 of 17 passes for 80 for, uh what, what what is this? 146 yards, one touchdown, one interception.
1: Yeah. Huh? Justin Fields, 9 for 19, 80 yards.
0: But he also had 46 rushing yards.
1: Yeah. So he gives you that dual threat. If it's not there, he's running. He's taking off.
0: Right. I mean, that's just a natural instinct. He more excited Andy yeah, Andy Dalton is not giving you. He's not. He's not gonna. But uh, yeah, like I said, they're gonna. They're gonna. They're gonna start Andy. I don't. I don't. I don't agree with it. Well, no, I do agree with. it. I want them to start in. Let Andy go out there and get his head bashed in from by the Rams the first week, and then they'll be like, you know what?
1: <laughs> you was right. You was right. You was right, Chicago. Yeah, Justin said, Fields. We got I,
2: right. I, I think you're giving. I think you're doing. I think you're setting the rookie up for failure, locking him up with Aaron Donald week one. So, uh, no, <laughs> you no, know, so
0: because granted, granted, Justin Fields go out there week one and he gets hurt. Now you got to deal with
2: Andy for the rest of the year. Like, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> like yeah, wouldn't be Matt, wise. Sure. <laughs> Matt, now Matt Nagy's in the hot seat.
0: Yeah. You no, know, he definitely gonna lose his job. He he get Justin Fields hurt first. <laughs> like, oh yeah.
1: <laughs> and we kinda already alluded to uh, the New Orleans Saints battle. Their quarterback, Jameis, of course, we, we like him over here. Um, right. the other side, Jacksonville, okay. so,
0: who they so, play. Everybody that, so everybody feels that Winston is gonna take that job. Like Sean Payton's gonna just like this is this is over that's awesome.
1: absolutely no question it's it's his job to lose now i mean with the performance yeah. he put up last night but let's go to the other side with jacksonville and their quarterback battle i mean you know trevor lawrence definitely was drafted high know. to get in the play i don't know really they said it is a battle with him and the mustache
0: i don't care what they say it is but you don't draft trevor lawrence number one to sit him on the bench bro like up behind mincew no.
1: Another guy who uh, played last night was like, man, I want in in this quarterback battle, Mr. Beathard. <laughs> Beathard went in there, threw two TDs, through two touchdowns, while both, of those, while both of them threw nothing. Minshew threw a pick. Lawrence threw no picks, no interceptions. Of course, he did rush one time for nine yards. So, I mean, I do agree with you, Red. I, I wouldn't take this guy first overall to sit him on the bench but this is <laughs> something they're talking about as yeah. far as a quarterback battle as well
0: I, and Jackson- like Creeper I just think they're blowing hot water they're just trying to give somebody something to talk about and I don't believe it I'm not I'm not, I'm not going to waste my energy on them because Urban Meyer <laughs> he's still like a, he's still uh, in my eyes this is an experimental job for him like he's still like I don't really know what I'm doing here but hey let's just have fun all right. In awesome. other
1: dudes, man, did you see Carson Wentz throwing the ball?
0: <laughs> he's back yeah, they said Carson, yeah, they said Carson Wentz is looking like he's going to be back within the next few weeks. So he might be starting week one. Um, I'm not a big Carson Wentz guy, but
2: I guess. Yeah. Jacob uh, Eason, yeah. man. Jacob I'll say Eason. Eason. Eason will take his job week week five, maybe. five. <laughs>
0: straight up Um, is there a battle in Philly is Jalen Hurts the guy over there because it looks like he came down with an illness and they benched him yeah he he had a stomach
1: flu this past week Uh, I think they're more saving him uh, more so than
0: that he's the starter yet
1: yeah they they didn't name him per se the quarterback one like you said blowing hot air uh, Joe Flacco is the next guy up there. I'm not a Flacco fan. I've never been one. I mean, you know, he he has his star showings here and there, but nah. Uh, Jalen Hurts is their best bet, and that's still far from a, a, a great bet
0: there. So Jalen Hurts should be the quarterback for the Eagles. Um, do we have another battle? I, I thought we had one more battle. Um,
2: this is-
1: no, I think we're pretty we're pretty set on Chicago, these
2: Denver, New, New England. Do yeah. we go over New England?
0: New England. We did not go over New England. We went over them a little bit, but yeah, the, you know, Cam Newton in the protocol yeah. in these 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 mental lapses, bro. Like he's got to stop with all of the, the the immaturity. He's he's just so Lazarusical like sometimes with the information. Like he, like you're a quarterback, you should know. Like what is the protocol for the COVID situation going on? Like, there should be no miscommunication to the doctors, to the, to the like, you got to be on the field, like, because anything right now could literally put you on the bench.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah, this is a simple case of you do 10 things right, and then one thing wrong, it, it takes away all the 10 things you've done right. And Cam mm. can't afford this. I mean, Especially Mac in Jones, New England. Mac Jones is the guy. I mean, I, we kind of went over it earlier this dude threw 446 yards cam only 103 i mean yeah he had 10 more attempts than cam but you gotta you gotta steal this and convincingly say this is my job as a veteran and yeah. cam ain't doing that so mac jones of course he is the favorite over there in, in 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 boston i'm gonna say boston in general because we know how they are with our people but um yeah he has to take this away and and he hasn't taken it from mac jones
2: yeah New England is strict so it's like you can't really afford to make those kind of mistakes you know what I mean uh, I, 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 just, I I hope we get you know at least four or five weeks of Cam Newton you know before you uh, start hearing about retirement at this point retirement? oh wow I mean, I just don't see anything else in Cam at this point. This is this is really this year where it's like, you know, all or nothing. It's like, yeah, I mean, it's it's not so much all or nothing. It's just we always say, oh, when he does something great, or you know, something we just say, oh, he's giving us flashes of vintage Cam. So it's like, what Cam are we at right now? You know, is there eventually going to be enough? You know, what what is going on? I just, you know, this whole V about to go on the rain here, but when he started going vegan and dressing like Tyler Tyler Perry or whatever, I don't know. It's like we just lost Cam. We lost Cam. and It's like we, we always get those signs of Cam coming back, but we just I don't know. He's you start making money, man.
1: man. You start making money and forget who you are. But Cam, I mean, he's more, he ain't Superman anymore. I'm gonna call him Clark Kent. Yeah. This guy, you know, he he, he he shows flashes but you know now it's more flashes of him being human for sure yeah. Um,
2: yeah. Cam it's Newton will
1: be more auditioning now for other jobs because Mac Jones has really taken the crowd by storm over there in New England Perfect. so like I said I think it's New England
0: I, like New England. I've said about all these guys who I think I should start I think they should just go ahead and start Mac Jones Like
2: Cam Newton has shown us what he is like let, let, let Mac Jones Give it a shot. But do you want to throw him in the fire like that? I mean, we just well, got done okay. talking about Justin Fields. Okay, this listen to me. This is the only thing different with
0: Mac Jones. Mac Jones is a pretty pro-rated quarterback coming from an Alabama system. He's born in the fire. Coming under Nick Saban, this guy takes screaming so well. So like he he like all of that 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 criticism and, and screaming and yelling. They don't get to him. They've already had reports of this guy, like, understanding and the film and and breaking down like um, game game film and studying like like I've heard a lot of good reports about this guy. Um, even the offensive coordinator uh, for the New England Patriots loves loves the kids. His his work ethic <coughs> when he comes to work, he's on time. He stays late. So, so you kind of
2: throw that rookie week one in the fire against Miami.
1: Miami yeah. doesn't scare me. <laughs> They're damn um, sure doesn't um, scare New England.
2: You, you, got, you guys know what Miami does to New England. Let's not get it twisted here.
1: They play them well, definitely, but they don't beat them <laughs> for sure.
0: Yeah. The, uh, you, uh, Miami, Miami does get their wins Tua. on pre- 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 like, this is This is Tua. This is a Tua-run organization. Tua? Tua. We talk
2: about Tua. I'm thinking. I'm looking at. I'm looking at a. Co- I'm looking at all variables. I'm looking yeah. at Brian Flores, who and came from better, New And what better?
1: What better way to open it up against your is former
2: Cam- college Dem-
1: quarterback Dem- your teammate Dem- that you used to battle against? Tua Dem- versus Dem- Mac Jones.
2: Cam and New- Brian Flores. Brian Flores versus Belichick.
1: Yeah. yeah,
0: I'm saying like, is Cam Newton such an upgrade there? Where you're like. Eh?
2: I mean, no. I, I mean, when it comes to Miami and Patriots, sometimes, um, I'm, just saying, I'm just saying with the history between Miami and New England, most of the time, I would say QBs really don't even play a factor. That defense, you know both what? defenses, you know- the Miami miracle, it's a lot of things that happen. I'm going to
0: keep it real with you, Eric. I really think Belichick is going to throw a wrench in there because they don't have game film on, my, on, on Mac Jones. So, Fair, that, could the, that could be the wrench there that could really, like, take them over the top. Like, oh, yeah, they know what Cam Newton can do. Right. They don't really know what Mac Jones is capable of. So, like, maybe let's throw a little wrench in there and see what happens here. Maybe we can come out here on. And... Like, me personally, I still think defenses win championships, and I still want to take New England Patriots in that battle. I think New England has a better defense, especially with the additions that they have coming back. With um, <laughs> they have a two two uh those two linebackers um that 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 sat out all year last year. Um, dang, they're not uh, they're not coming.
2: Nose tackle was it the nose tackle? Uh,
0: Hightower. I know Hightower is one of them that is, that, that sat out last year. Dante okay. Hightower. He's coming is back. Is it Van,
1: Van Noy as
0: well? Yeah, Van Noy is another one that's coming back because they sat out for COVID. That, like, a lot of these players, like, sat out for COVID reasons last year. And now, all of a sudden, COVID is still here, but they not, they still want to play. I mean, like, okay. But uh, I, I think that, I mean, they got a better secondary. Uh, yeah, I just I just like I just like Tech. He's a better coach. Like, Brian Flores is good. I think it's going to be a good game, but I, I still take Villachek. Yeah, I think it's going to be great. I, li- I like I like think... Ryan Flores as a coach. He he doesn't take any shit. Yeah, and he gets that. He gets that. He, he comes he comes from the pedigree of Villachek, so I get it. Yep. But um, I guess that was all the that was all the quarterback battles that we needed to go through. Um, but I did kind of want to go over some of the overall outlook that some of the takeaways that y'all got from this week too, people that stood out. I'm going to speak up on the first guy that stood out to me was uh, my guy, Zach Wilson from the Jets. I can't speak enough about this guy. And it's it's starting to uh, dawn on me that maybe the Jets knew what they were doing finally, because this guy is impressive. I'm sorry, but um, he completed nine out of 11 attempts for 128 28 yards. Two touchdowns, like, uh, and he looks good out there doing it. Not turning over the ball. He's got presence. I'm just seeing, oh, I, I see a star being born here, like Josh allen S. Like he's he's got that swag and um, he's got some weapons and he's using hey, them.
1: Hey, hey, hey! Proud- it's the Jets, man! It's the Jets. No. Yeah. <laughs> That, that is something I, I do like the way he is playing, though. Um, Corey Davis really showing up for him. Uh, you got Tyler Croft, too. Croft is making a name for himself with this guy. Wow. You know, oh. that's someone, a uh, tight end, that could be heavily on the and radar. That, it looks rookie, like his target in the red zone.
0: They're missing they're, 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 they're missing one of their wide
2: receivers, the, the rookie Elijah Moore. Yeah. Yeah, Elijah Moore. He's coming back, though. So they said he's clearing uh He's actually.
1: They said he should be practicing next week. He got. He has weapons, man. Zach Wilson has some weapons, and and like you said, I think it is a time for them to turn around for the Jets. But I still got to see it to believe it. At the end of the day, because it is. No, you
0: just want to see more of it. You want to see how consistent he can be. But I'm seeing it right now. I can see it. I see flashes. That's all I'm saying. Like I want to see much more of it. How consistent he can be. But I am seeing a young star being born. Um. Just, just, just the way that he he, a, a lot of the. Uh, it's not just what I see, but a lot of a, a lot of the veterans from Aaron Aaron Rodgers and and other um um uh, Tony Romo. A lot of the dudes that are talking to this guy, they're just saying that that what the 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 aura that he's giving off to them is like wow like it's he's oh.
1: made for this
0: huh yeah like like oh uh like he he's really showing them that like he may be the the jets franchise quarterback and i know that says a lot because it's been a minute since they had one i guess since what
1: since joe Namath, right? <laughs> yeah, right it's been a long it's been time bad, man <laughs> oh I mean what Vinny Vinny Testaverdi, you wanna no, put him yeah, out yeah. there? I
0: mean <laughs> Yeah, hey, oh name it. Wow. It's been that long. Jesus Christ. Yeah. I don't want I don't yeah, you're right. I don't want to get too too far ahead here, but it's it's looking like uh he could be the next the next the next savior for these guys. But I, I do oh. wanna see the Jets make a turnaround. Speaking of they're in the same division with the Patriots, with the Dolphins and with the Bills, who are the contending AFC West, uh, champ, uh, I mean, AFC East champions, uh, they still got to deal with them, but, like, that that division is starting to look like it's a little bit more well-rounded now, all of a sudden.
2: My thing is, with the Jets will find a way to ruin it. <laughs> I mean, Zach Wilson may be great, but... I don't know, it's just the Jets front office, the Jets front office, the GM, they always find a way to just make the Stars not happy.
0: And then Michael Carter, the little running back, he he looked decent, 10 carries for like 50 yards, he was getting it going a little bit, so I think they're going to, like, Corey Davis looked good, six, six targets, he caught four of them for 70 yards, like. They got some playmakers over there. I'm, that's all and I'm saying. I'm just saying, up, 10 months,
2: I'm just saying, 10 months from down the line, when you hear offseason rumors of trades from Zach Wilson because he's not happy or something happened, just just oh, remember wow. this podcast episode. All right. All I right. just feel like the front office in of New York, they just always find a way to push people out of their organization. All right. Well, I that mean, was, you know, that is. was my thing.
1: It is another upgrade from a Sam Darnold and I think another upgrade is Adam Gase being gone. That's the upgrade for sure.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I like yeah, you gotta we gotta remember they do have a good coach over there in Robert Stoll. Yeah, Saleh. Yeah, Saleh's good. Salah, 40, Salah, 49ers, Salah, yeah. I former forty niners. Yeah. feel that he's gonna motivate that that team on the on both sides of the field. I mean, like teams teams and they take on the characteristics of their coach so I'm just saying like just keep your eye on the Jets like yeah we know how the front office is but with Sala and the bit, like, it's not always the bad management up, up up top like some things can change on the field we gotta see give us some time do y'all have any more takeaways from week two anybody that caught your eye um, players that you that you want to speak on, whether it be rookies or old veterans, players that move from a different team to another team, just whatever happened in week two. Uh, this is this. those takeaways that you got from the week two um, highlights. I'm
1: gonna just go on last night's game, man. Uh, Callaway, dude, uh, he really stepped up. Uh, like we did say, Michael Thomas is out, so that's somebody to look out for um to, to lead the Saints in receiving. I mean you do have Traquan Smith, but I like Callaway down there in uh, No right there.
0: My question is where would you take Callaway in the draft?
1: Huh. Callaway's looking more of a like a sixth to seventh round pick there. Excuse me? <laughs> I mean shit. Six, seven rounds right there. Oh <laughs> wow! Six or seventh round for Callaway? Oh wow! Okay. I mean, you have what? You have like a Beckham Jr. going six or seven. You got Courtland Sutton going around that time as well.
2: Uh, mm-hmm. Michael
1: Thomas was slated to go about six or seven as well. Um, so I mean, you know, him being out, uh, I like Callaway. He, he really showed that he could be a, a number one receiver down there.
2: Wow. Okay. Yeah, getting bulk of the work
0: um wow okay um Dak Lars take for it away Calloway. I don't no no uh,
2: oh.
0: yeah. yeah just speak on whoever caught your eye for the week, week preseason week two we don't have to speak on Callaway per se but I'm just like okay
2: that's I don't no, know about Marquise Callaway. Marquise Callaway did catch my eye just because that was the game that I was really tuned into: Jags versus Saints and Jamison, just how they complimented one another. Um, I mean, yeah, I didn't get to catch the Packers and Jets game. Uh, I was out with family, so yeah. I mean, Marquise Callaway is really—he was on my—he was on the top of my radar. So I mean, I hate to hate to copy off, creep on that one, but yeah, that—that's really just who I was kind of focused on.
0: All right,
2: Halloween, man. Um, I wouldn't say he's in a sixth or seventh. I mean, I think you can get him a little bit later than that. Yeah, I, w- I would. I would. I would. Knowing,
0: not knowing when Michael Thomas is going to be back. Um, wow. But I mean, like, maybe you could get a good six weeks out of. It. Yeah, yeah. I guess go for it. Um, (laughs) I mean uh, Jameis
1: Winston definitely showed that he he trusts him I mean uh, that was somebody
0: right now now, I'm going to put my foot in my mouth a little bit but um, I know last week I said I did not really want to touch the Dolphins but this is just a guy that caught my eye this week Miles Gaskins looked amazing um, this past week against the Atlanta Falcons he ran the ball for six times had only 27 yards had a touchdown and also caught the ball Four catches for 44 yards and another touchdown. Now, you get two touchdowns, one rushing, one receiving. Like, I'm just seeing him being used in a different, a lot of different way. And a lot of people was kind of, like, upset that Malcolm Brown was there last week. And they was like, oh, my God, Miles Gaskins. He he was good last year, and they used him a lot. But, like, they was worried, like, Malcolm Brown was going to come in and steal some touches. But it looked like yesterday. They got Miles Gaskin's going.
2: Yeah. the Trust is back on for Miles Gaskin in Miami. So
0: I was just like, a light went off for me. Like, I was like, okay, maybe this might be a guy. If they can get him to touch, like, this might be a guy that you can keep your eye on and draft as play.
1: So where would you take him having, you know, Ahmad and Brown kind of eating at his production? (sighs) Where would you take a Gaskin's?
0: Sixth, seventh round? if you could get him in the eighth, like you're, I think you're stealing him there. I've seen him go as early as the fourth round, fifth round. I would not take him that early. So, sixth, seventh round, if you can get him somewhere in there, that's pretty good for his ADP. If you can get him in the eighth or ninth round, that's value. But, like, I'm not reaching for him in the fourth round.
1: Absolutely, yeah. My drafts, I've done, I've seen him go in five or six as well. So, um you, you kind of can get production with him, but of course if it is a running back by committee situation there, that's gonna be kind of a reach to grab him that early. Like you said, seven, eighth round, that'll be great. And it's,
0: it's, well, I mean Tua threw the ball 16 to 23, 183 yards, and a touchdown. Obviously that touchdown went to Miles Gasp, but like Tua looked decent. How consistent. So, so you mean was. to
1: tell me, you, you didn't like Jacoby Brissett, man? Eight for eight, 99 yards and a ton? <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know, if Tua went down, I don't think they would miss much. Because I, I like Jacoby Brissett. Yeah, I like I Jacoby think, too. I, I think Jacoby would be all right if Tua went down. So um, it's kind of funny that uh, it looked like this uh quarter, this this tight end, I don't I don't know how to pronounce it. on th- Saturday. Free up, Freeumus, Pat Freemuth, He's a tight end for the for the Steelers. I don't know if y'all saw the Steelers versus the Lions, but Ben Roethlisberger had a decent game. Eight of ten for 137 yards and two touchdowns. Both his touchdowns went to this tight end, Freeumus, whatever. I don't know how to pronounce his name, Pat, but uh. Ben looks like he was in midseason two. um are we gonna start taking Big Ben um earlier than cause I've seen Big Ben go undrafted
2: <laughs> you can't go wrong with old, old Faithful I mean I think Big Ben is very consistent when it comes mm-hmm. to putting up fantasy points um one of the things that's always been daunting in his career is he, he does get a lot of sacks. Mm. Um you know he doesn't know when he's to not go that mobile. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't. Yeah, uh, but
0: not as not as not as much as he used to do.
2: But I did see him
0: like getting out of the pocket and and, and preventing the sack. Like I, he was getting look. He's, he's
2: but yeah, he's not he's not the same old. Yeah, minus the season in in. Minus the season injury-ending year, you still can't go wrong with Big Ben. He's gonna put up numbers for you. Um, I wouldn't be. I wouldn't be fine. I, like, okay, put it
0: like this: If you didn't draft a quarterback at all, could you be
2: good with Big Ben as your quor- quarterback? One, absolutely. All I right. Think, that, that's I think. I think. I think you're coming up on a. I think you're coming up on a steal. I think that's a great strategy. If you decide to just go straight to the waivers after the draft and Big Ben is sitting there, um, I think that your strategy topped a lot of people in the draft.
0: Yep, I like it. I like it a lot. He's a a sleeper for me. Big Ben is definitely a sleeper. Yeah, Um, I'm just
1: going to piggyback. Definitely, I mean, you know, if you miss those hot quarterbacks – that you had on your draft board that you can't get, it may be wise to just wait until the end of the draft to pick your quarterback, because there is still plenty of talent out
0: there. There is a few of them. I've seen Fitzpatrick go undrafted. I've seen Jameis Winston go undrafted. I've seen Big Ben go undrafted. So there are a few quarterbacks out
2: there. That's interesting. I mean, I just feel like this is like the first season we don't get a Drew Drew Brees, we don't get Deshaun Watson, we don't get Phillip Rivers, you know, so I just thought it would be a little bit yeah, on the really side. Two,
0: two big quarterbacks that,
2: you know what I mean? But they weren't top 10 last year either. Uh, yeah, but Phillip Rivers is going to deliver you some fantasy points. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he
1: but is. he would be one that does go undrafted for sure. <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: Rivers. Right. Like, all, all I'm saying is uh, we didn't lose top 10 quarterbacks last year. Like, Drew Brees and Phillip Rivers. They were on the downtrend of yeah, their career, the so like, like if if we would, were... Watson. Yes, I get that. Like he was a top ten quarterback. Losing him, obviously, is a is a hit. But like, cause I don't think nobody's talking about
2: Tyron. Taylor. Yeah, that's he's. I think he'll be on waivers all year long. <laughs> <laughs>
1: We'll Creep,
0: see man. No. I'm sorry. Okay. You going to pick up Tyrod? Oh, no. No. Nah.
1: Tyrod is we don't know who Tyrod is.
0: <laughs> okay. Tyrod Tyrod who we going to move on to the our our last subject. Um how concerned are you with preseason losses? Cuz obviously like there are a couple teams out here that are not winning in the preseason.
2: Is it concerning?
1: No, I say no. I mean, oh, okay, go ahead. Go, go, down I'm,
2: I mean, our Cowboys are zero and three. I know that's what Red's getting at right now. Uh, you know, uh, you know are, I
0: mean, but sure, you want to go on your team? Like, let's go there.
2: I mean, I have to use an example somehow, right? You know, I think, uh, and don't want to get too rainy on this one, but it's like, you know, the questions lying about Dak's shoulder. Um, mm-hmm. You know, just. The performance with our defense. And, you know, there's a lot of variables like that. But I think people are getting caught up on hard knocks and stuff like that.
1: I think the Dallas defense has actually improved. They look faster. I mean, you know, the first unit playing against the Texans this past week, they allowed only three points. I mean, and I mean, it is just the Texans, but they were rushing in there, getting sacks, moving fast to the ball, stopping the run, which was a downfall for them last year. Defending the run, so I mean, you know, to answer that question, I don't think teams going over in preseason is too concerning. I mean, you have the Raiders always going undefeated in the preseason, but then it doesn't translate over to the regular season. um You do have the like another team, the 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 Packers. Packers are over in in the preseason right now, or and the Rams. I don't see both of them not doing anything. I both see I see both of those teams, Rams and Packers, winning their division for sure. I think it's the opposite.
2: But you company.
0: guys start the, okay. I'm looking early. I'm looking at the, the Cowboys early schedule. You play the Bucks to start Thursday night. Next week, then week two, you play the Chargers, then you play the Eagles on Monday night. Then the Panthers. The Giants, obviously, I think you can beat them guys and then you ended week six at New England before your bot. Now, just my opinion, I could see you guys losing at least four of these games.
1: <laughs> Is it time for me to rebuttal now? <laughs> Please do. Please do. All right. Well, we're going to go with the Bucks. I mean, yeah, defending Super Bowl champions. I can see that being a tough one for sure. Chargers... It's going to be another tough one. But, you know, Mm -hmm. I'm going to be biased and I can say we're going to pull that out. Eagles, automatic win there. Panthers, you got Sam Darnold who did light them up last year. I don't think the Cowboys are going to forget that. They're going to rough him up. I think we win that one. Giants, of course, that's a win. And then Patriots, we got to see what that quarterback situation is looking like. It does look like Mac Jones. But, again, I think this is an improved defense from the Cowboys to be able to win that game. Okay. So, what is that? Two for sure, maybe losses there? I mean, you know, we could say the first two games can be losses, but then I see them bouncing back before the bye
2: week. Yeah, I think he he hit it right on the money with that one. I mean, Bucks, yeah, that's obviously a team you kind of want to stay away from right now, especially week one. You know what I mean? But even the Chargers, I, I still, you know, Chargers are going to look good coming out the gate. But, I mean, who says the Cowboys aren't? So I think that's going to be a good fight as well. I, I honestly, just, I know it's going to feel weird just coming out from me and Crease because we're Cowboys fans. But I, I just feel like when it comes to preseason, there's nothing to worry about. The only thing I worry about with preseason is just, you know, our death. You know, as far as the starters go, I think they're good to go. far as the depth on our team you know that's why I watch preseason
0: amen yeah and I just don't see I don't know like once once if you guys start and it's 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 inevitable injuries are going to happen once injuries start to happen then we'll start to see why preseason was really that important Mm -hmm. because the depth in your team is only as good you're only as good as the depth on your team yeah, the starters are, are are there, but injuries are going to happen. And um, I, I mean, I'm like like the, I know you keep hearing about the reports. Dak may not be 100 on you, so. That's- and that's
1: something we expected. We expect Dak having the shoulder new shoulder injury. We'll just call that a new injury there. But that ankle injury, it was more so just pressing on that to see how how healthy he would be i mean you know of course you got the mental aspect there of can i drop back can i even run and scramble this first hit he has to take that first hit and i think it's going to wake him up that first week versus the bucks They're they're gonna get to him so it'll be um something adrenaline will will affect it's either that fight or flight what is he gonna do
2: All right. And I think Hard Knocks does a good job uh, amplifying the drama around, you know, (laughs) these conditions. Because, like I said before, when I saw that first episode and Dak was just, you know, saying he got a little shoulder strain, you know, my alerts just started going off (laughs) talking about how Dak's in trouble and all this stuff. And then you go to the next episode, he's just checking that ball. C.D. Lamb, back and forth, like nothing. So... You know, that's kind of the gift and curse of being on hard knocks.
1: And being uh, America's team. I mean, that's yeah. one thing.
2: Yeah, exactly. And,
1: and that's what I tell people. Look at preseason. If you want to look at something with Dak, look at him pregame warmup. This dude is still slanging the rock. So whatever shoulder injury he has, it doesn't look like he's grimacing or, and really throwing that ball. So, yeah, don't play too much into it. Yeah, Dak is going to be ready week one
0: all right i like it I like it well we've we've gone over our time today i I really enjoy and appreciate both of you guys taking a little bit of your time to come and chill with me in the zone in the red zone but uh i i you mean i'm i'm ready I'm, i'm i'm waiting like I'm, I'm patiently, <laughs> I'm, I'm literally watching NFL Network as we as we as we're about to get off this call. Like I know,
2: I, I don't know if you guys knew or anything, but Red almost threatened to start the draft tonight. So <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I to you got you got to stay
1: ready, man. You got to stay ready over there. I'm ready. Let's get it right now.
2: <laughs> I'm ready, but you know, I y'all do to do about call? the this For everybody like like they stay, stay, <laughs> dangerous. Stay, stay
1: dangerous, stay dangerous. You ready to do this? At you? We can do it after the call. What's up, oh, Randy? You want to do that?
2: that? Let's <laughs> wait, th- wait till week three of preseason that I would just jump right on.
1: <laughs> that's oh, another man. thing we could have got into. Uh, so sad for those who always do their draft before preseason even starts or even before week two. So sad for you. Now you know why you don't do that.
2: Yeah. They learn every year.
0: Every well, year till next time guys till next time it's been good it's been great um y'all know where to hit us up at twitter i'm at twitter at red to guru eight the number eight um y'all can give out your twitter handles so people know creep creep
1: creep creep right here at creeps flexes
2: <laughs> the humble god you already know what it is the hey. a humble god you know, just uh, here to give you my knowledge and how I'm gonna take all <laughs> these fantasy championships this year. All right, all right. Well, I appreciate you guys. Thank you guys for
0: coming in. Until next time, y'all stay blessed, stay peaceful, and stay dangerous. Peace. Yes, Where your man.